Well, he's talking about a lot of different loves. Some loves which are inherent, and all you have to do is expose them through meditation. Those are the higher levels of love. They come as an inheritance, but you have to create them through meditation. Then there are ones that are literally given as a gift, the pleasurable love. Then there was the lower level of love that you create in your own mind by thinking about this world, about the physicality, and realizing everything's godliness, what's called ahavat olam, a love of this world, a love that's generated by physical reality. Now, based on everything we said about how the other levels are higher, the levels that are innate, and you just have to expose them, so do I even need this avat olam? Do I have to work on it? So he says, yes, a person must strain their intellect to apprehend and attain also this level of avat olam, which stems from an understanding and knowledge in God's greatness through looking at this world. Why? In order to fan the blaze of the fiery love with glowing coals, obviously he's using uh, poetry, and an intense fire and a flame that arises heavenward, so that not even water, many waters, which are the enemy of the fire of love, can extinguish it, nor rivers quench it. In other words, love created purely as a result of contemplation is more passionate and fiery than love which is essentially inherited. An interesting way of thinking about it is the difference between love between siblings and love between spouses, a romantic relationship. One's an inherent love and one is a generated love. And the, the more passionate love is obviously the romantic love, hopefully. For there is a superiority and excellence in the quality of love burning like fiery coals and intense flame which comes from the understanding and greatness of Hashem's infinite light over the two categories of love that are innate, the love that God is my life and that I'm a child to a parent. Similarly to the superiority and excellence of gold over silver, as will be explained later. He says not only is gold worth more than silver, ounce for ounce, but gold is intrinsically of greater value in that it possesses a distinctive gleam which people find highly attractive. So too with regard to love that results totally from contemplation. It is not a higher level of love, on the contrary, it's a lower level. However, it's, it's fiery and passionate yearning of the soul which makes it superior. And this is one reason why the two previously mentioned kinds of love that Jews inherit do not suffice. They lack passion. There's something gleaming about gold. So obviously he's not talking about the inherent value of gold, which is more expensive, because in that way the other loves are superior. But in the, in the gleam, this, has, this is the analogy to meditative love. Besides, this is the whole man and his rise in diatre, in other words, the whole purpose of life, that one may know the glory of God, Laman das Hashem, and the majestic splendor of his greatness. That's the purpose of life, that we should know. We should be, in the words of the Zohar, begin so that we know our Creator. So knowing God is a fundamental purpose. Even when we say that when Mashiach comes, God will be revealed, 
that's the purpose of life, and then we will know him. In other words, it's part and parcel of the general idea that we spoke about, creating a home for God in this world. What is a home for God in this world? Where we know him. Otherwise, he's not comfortable. The point is that he's revealed. Currently, he's concealed. Ge'ulah, redemption, is when he's revealed. And that's knowing him. So if you can have at least a taste of it through your own meditation, as you meditate on your life and you meditate on levels of godliness through the study of Tanya and other Hasidic texts, you've achieved your purpose in this life.